You are listening to the Balancing Act podcast with Danny Euro. I'm a licensed mental health counselor based out of Miami, Florida. I use the ideas and principles of acceptance and commitment therapy to help individuals who find themselves struggling in various areas of their lives. Episode 24, A Beautiful Mess. Hey there, this is the Balancing Act podcast. I am Danny. That is Julio over there at the computer. Uh, do you remember us? Do, do we remember us? Do you remember me? Uh, do I remember you, Julio? It's been like how long now, Julio? Six, six months, yeah. seven, six, seven months. COVID time seems to be uh, different than regular time. Kind of like how it felt like when I watched Titanic and it felt like it was nine hours long. But on the flip side of that, I remember watching Batman Dark Knight, and it was only felt like it was 30 minutes long. So I guess it's all relative, depending on your on your taste. Um, Julio and I actually joked about just making this episode the launch of season two, since since we were on hiatus. But uh, mostly the hiatus was due to the shutdown and social distancing, and then partly due to technological difficulties. There's actually a quarantine episode floating somewhere in oblivion out there, <laughs> but uh, but it wasn't meant to be. And also things just got complicated for both of us with the demands of our COVID life and respective careers. Needless to say, we are back, we are safe, we are happy, and it's good to be back. I hope this finds you safe. I hope things are well in your end of the neighborhood. Uh, at the control boards is Julio doing his technical wizardry. And um, yeah, so I guess we'll get started. I wanted to just extend a special welcome to those of you, if this is your first time listening in, thank you so much for giving us a listen and giving us a try. And if, and if you've been listening, thank you for continuing to do so. And thank you for your loyalty. And thank you, thank you, thank you for your patience with us. Because I, I know it's been, it's been a little bit, but we're, we're back at it. We're back in the seat. Um, and we hope that you uh, continue to listen and uh, continue to share. Because as I say, sharing is caring. Um, as always, feel free to email us at thebalancingactpodcast at gmail.com with any suggestions, questions, or ideas. We love when listeners reach out to us. You can also find us on Instagram at thebalancingactmiami. Give us a follow on there, too. You can also direct message me there, uh, and uh, I get I get feedback from, from listeners through there, too, so that's kind of cool. Uh, recap. Uh, this is like probably the most relevant recap of recaps because to, to go back a few months to, to recap our last episode in episode 23 was our last episode was about how us humans with our highly evolved intellectual minds have a habit of connecting dots even when the dots are not there. We're apophenics, right? So we, we look for patterns and if the pattern is not obvious, we create a story in the absence of information. A story that tends to be, uh, you know, derivative of these themes that we tend to be fused to in our inflexibilities. We're attached to these core beliefs. This episode, today's episode, is about embracing challenges. It's about following constructive criticisms. It's about learning from mistakes. It's about embracing the train wrecks we tend to be at times when trying new things or attempting things we are simply not skilled at. It's about embracing the importance of the beautiful messes that we can be questions do you avoid challenging things learning a new skill that takes a lot of effort a lot of trial and error like playing the guitar like playing golf struggling with programming new software learning a new language adapting to a new protocol at work Going back to college, 
a fitness challenge like a marathon, taking on a new role at work? How about a new role in your community center? Do you consider yourself a failure when you fail? Does constructive criticism sting when directed towards you? Golf, gym, and guitars. By no means am I a good athlete. I mean, there, there are some sports I can hold my own in. I'd probably say basketball and football and maybe some ultimate frisbee. But golf, on the other hand, that's a whole other story, right? Uh, just I'm not, for those that play golf, you know what I'm talking about. It's just try, just trying to learn the mechanics uh, and to improve on technique in golf has been one of the most humbling experiences. Uh, I think now I'm going on a year and a half of trying to play this game this torture the torture that that, that is golf there's there seems to be a hundred there seems to be hundreds of things to keep in mind with every swing um you know of the club it's what club you're going to use in relation to how far away you are from the green where is the ball um sitting on is it on the grass like fairway grass if it's in the rough if it's on mud if it's, if it's like sunk in the ground if it's in sand um, <clears throat> where where should my feet go? Where are my hands? The grip, the backswing. How fast is my backswing? The shoulder alignment, my hips, my arm. What, what am I thinking about? Is my is someone playing the radio in the far distance? That's that's distracting me because it's a Dave Matthews song. I can never like ignore a Dave Matthews song. Just so many different things going on that it's so hard to 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 hone in on. And unfortunately, it's very difficult to actually. Um, to, to see the learning curve at least not um at least not for me but that's fine um it, it is what it is right i feel like for for those four hours that i spend golfing i might head home afterwards excited that um that about seven or eight shots that i actually hit um while tormented by all the others you know also the gym is another good example right um you know i, I joined a, a a crossfit gym back in november of 2018 it's kind of crazy we're coming up on two years on that too i, I kind of started both of them at the same time now that i think about it um i thought i would i would never do it to be honest like you know i've, I've got very good close friends that i see that i see as brothers that have been doing crossfit for a while and i, I just i never thought I'd, I'd you know be able to do it i have a bad knee i have a bad shoulder all these excuses um and but after a, a significant need for a lifestyle change, I, I joined the gym and uh, actually a shameless plug here, free plug for Josh. It's called Iron Castle Fitness in, the, in West Kendall in, uh, in South Florida. Uh, you're welcome, Josh. Anyway, um, and I lost about 60 pounds um, since joining the gym. So that, you know, which has been a, quite the feat. Uh, but I fail daily at it, just like I fail weekly at golf. I, I fail daily when I'm at the gym. There's just, there's you know... Um, there's just things I'm not able to do, um, for one reason or another, if it's not cardiovascular wise, it's just mobility wise or strength wise. Um, but luckily, uh, Josh, the, the owner and trainer at the gym, he, he knows how to modify things. So at least I'm failing successfully, I guess is a way to say it. Right. Uh, things, you know, there are, there are things, um, I may not ever be able to do ever, maybe. And, uh, every workout is a planned failure, a controlled failure, which makes it a success. And I leave some work out's frustrated because I was reminded of the limitations in that particular movement that day. And, and luckily, you know, uh, um, there's always an, another day, um, where you can try to improve on those areas. Right. 
So a lot in a, in a lot of ways, my drive home from the gym uh, feels like my drive home from the golf course. Um, and then the, the three, the third G of the three killer G's. The first one was golf. Second one was gym. Is the guitar, which I say I play guitar, but the reality is I think the guitar plays me. Um, there are some songs I can play, and there's some some of my own little tunes I've written over the years. But I still get very frustrated with the instrument, you know. Particularly if I'm trying to learn a Dave Matthews song, or I'm, I just I, I I try to stay away from the tricky stuff because uh, I just get stuck. Uh, on, on particular parts yet when people hear what i play um they tend to enjoy it I'm, I'm also playing the parts that i'm comfortable with right um but ironically i practice less because i get frustrated with it which leaves me less skilled and more likely to get frustrated when i, when I pick up the guitar to try to play something else um and you know th that's how i guess outcomes go right the, the struggle with being self-critical over performances the the aversion to effort the sensitivity to crit criticism, the falling short of expectations, the uh, the over-identification and failure, um, these are, are all the mishaps of an of, of an inflexible mind, you know. Um, and in golf, you know, it's the the struggle with not meeting the expectations of, of showing a, a big enough learning curve, right? Or in the gym, it's it's getting caught up with with getting out of my head and not being in the moment and just be embracing the fact that just because I'm feeling, um, I'm not, I'm feeling in my expectations of the particular workout doesn't make me a failure. If, in, in fact, in the grand scheme of things, it's, um, I consider it in many ways a success, a success story. Right. And the guitar, um, there are things I can play. And, uh, and if I would embrace the fact that I can continue to learn more things on the guitar, then I would probably practice more and I won't create this self-fulfilling prophecy of, um, of getting frustrated with the guitar. I don't pick it up enough. Right. So, um, you know, in all three of these, in, in, in golfing, in the gym, in the guitar, they tend to be messes. I'm definitely a mess in the gym, that's for sure. And uh, definitely a mess on the golf course. And uh, on most more songs than not, I tend to be a mess on the, on the, on the fretboard and the guitar. Uh, but the key would be to somehow embrace how beautiful the mess can be. And in, and in that, it becomes a pleasurable experience. Fixed versus growth. What keeps us from challenging things? You ever really like think about that? Like, what is it that makes us shy away from difficult things, like obstacles? What what makes us so effort aversive? Um, and why is it that constructive criticisms um, from others feels so destructive? I just realized I kind of just went into a whole questions segment again, but that's okay. Um, the answer is is simply the effects of being trapped in a fixed mindset, um, and that might be a you know, an oversimplification, but uh, it definitely it definitely fits here. This being trapped in a fixed mindset rather than a growth mindset um, explains a lot as to the, the difference between a, an individual that will embrace challenges and one that shies away from a fixed mindset. Fixed um, is the key word here. Uh, um, you know, hmm, fixed. It almost sounds like inflexible, right? Uh, uh, a fixed mindset, uh, it traps us into this way of being that our skills are limited and not to be cultivated or grown. Like there's basically a ceiling. We're not, we have this sense that we're fixed in this paradigm and um, this level of skill and why, um, why challenge ourselves with things that are going to put us into a, a mentality of failure. 
it's being fused to the thinking that I'm not going to get any better at this. It influences, uh, it influences us to actually avoid effort. It also influences us to identify with failure as an identity trait um, when we fail, rather it just being a, uh, a, an outcome of behavior. Um, and criticisms are, are just painful reminders of just how fixed we are in this turmoil, um, how hopeless it is to, to even envision um, improvement. So when we hear criticisms, it actually knocks us down. The converse of that um, is the growth mindset. Well, in a, gro- in a growth mindset, it's, uh, it's quite the opposite. These skills can develop. Well, we can improve. Um, um, you're thinking to yourself, I'm not predestined to be a horrendous golfer. I, I hope not. And there is a growth in this struggle and in, 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 in the grind you know, to, to, to develop this grit. Uh, and that mindset effort is embraced. Failure is a learning point. Um, it's like uh, Conor McGregor of the UFC fame. He has a quote that he says, "You either win or you learn. Um, there is no lose. You know, if, uh, you know, in, in losing, um, it's an opportunity to, to learn more, to hopefully increase your probability of winning again. But it gives you the, a chance to get better." Um, criticisms become information uh, within the growth mindset. And when you receive criticism, it's, you, get, you get information to, that can guide you on your journey rather than end it if you were in a fixed mindset. Um, a lot of this, this is um, based on a, this idea of fixed and growth mindset. It's uh, Carol Dweck, uh, D-W-E-C-K. Uh, she does, um, she's done this work. She's, uh, she wrote a book called Mindset. And she does an excellent job breaking this down. Um, her book, Mindset, um, and kind of just shows you all these different like aspects of growth versus uh, fixed mindset. She's also, I believe, has a few TED Talks, um, at least one or two that I know of. So she's a good listen, and she's, uh, she's just a wealth of information. She does very good at, t- at storytelling. Um, she discusses the, the, the contest between these two mindsets and how they manifest in, in academics careers, athletics, hobbies, and relationships, how, how um, you know, you, you can actually put these, you know, compare two individuals. I think like she does this uh, in, in the book, she compares, um, this is kind of dating myself, you know, depending on, um, you know, how much of an avid tennis fan you are and also how old you are. Um, she compares like uh, uh, McEnroe to Sampras, how Sam, uh, Pete Sampras kind of had this like dignified approach to the game. It was very much growth mindset that when challenges came up in the game, he kind of just rolled with the resistance to just figure out a way to win. While McEnroe, when, when things got tough, would start throwing his racket at the floor and yelling at the judges and complaining that somebody in the, in the audience was making a noise to distract them. Uh, him being a fixed mindset. So she does a really good job of, of pitting these two types of people against each other to, so you can see the, the, the contrast between the two. Uh, excellent book, highly recommended. The, the characteristics that uh, Dweck uh, lists for growth and fixed mindsets, they echo a great deal with the key processes of ACT. Uh, you, you can really see the Amongst the growth mindset characteristics, you see the the the, the processes that would um, you know that connote um, psychological flexibility, like you know diffusion, acceptance, um, you know self as context, values, committed action, and uh, contact with the present moment. And conversely, if you look at the, the characteristics of those that fall into the fixed mindset, they really show the inflexibility models. They show the, the fusion, the experiential avoidance, the over-attachment to the conceptualized self, 
um, the dissociation from the now, uh, value confusion and, and laziness uh, instead of uh, committed action. Um, you know, because really, if, when we break it down, you know, the flexibility and flexibility, the effort is the reward when acting on a uh, value driven course, right? We diffuse from our thoughts that harm our intents to grow. Uh, accepting the, the discomfort of, fall, of falling short. We don't assume the identity of a failure when we fail. It's just, uh, it's just an outcome of a behavior. That's psychological flexibility. It promotes the growth mindset and helps you get up when you fall. And there's no lingering on mistakes. You just keep pushing. You keep you really just keep keeping on, right? You few, um, we fuse to thinking that keeps you, keeps us going. We accept the challenges and the difficulties. Like the, like the famous fish once said, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Ultimately, uh, the growth mindset finds the beauty in the messes we make, while the fixed mindset only sees the ugliness. Embrace the growth mindset. Be flexible. Make something beautiful. And now for the challenge, as I continue to challenge you to be an active participant in your own life, I challenge you to take on the difficult new tasks, or maybe they're old, old ones you've been avoiding. Who knows? Well, you do, right? So maybe it's picking up the guitar, maybe it's picking up the paintbrush, or maybe the barbell, or taking on those dancing lessons, or maybe picking up the tennis racket, or maybe that novel you started writing three years ago that's stuck on page 12, or maybe that's that app idea that you've been trying to design, or the night class you've been thinking about registering for, or maybe it's the grad program you want to apply for, or maybe just asking her out, or asking him out. Uh, it may be a mess. It might be a mess. It might be a beautiful mess for all you know. Um, or it may not be a mess and it would just be something beautiful. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you subscribe. I hope you enjoy. I hope you share. Remember to email us with questions and or feedback and send us pictures of you listening to our podcast on your purpose-driven drives through life. Uh, just remember, please be safe. Don't put yourself at risk just to post a selfie of you driving down the highway or something. Um, and uh, you can email us at the balancing act podcast at gmail.com. I want to say thanks to Julio. It's great to finally sit down with you again after so many days. Uh, he is the producer that makes this a reality. Uh, I hope you all are safe. I hope you continue to be safe and I hope you continue to grow. Uh, and uh, good luck on your beautiful messes. This is the balancing act. I am Danny. I am thankful. Take care.